This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday, November 9th. Today's forecast calls for rain and cooler temperatures with a high of 67 and a low of 50. Here are today's headlines. Federal prosecutors filed new charges of wire fraud against Nate Paul, the Austin real estate developer, embroiled in Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton's impeachment. Paul was indicted Tuesday on one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and three counts of wire fraud, each carrying a possible sentence of 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. They are in addition to eight charges of making false statements to lenders against the developer, who was once heralded as a burgeoning real estate mogul in the Texas capital. Paul is accused of operating his conglomerate of real estate holdings world-class as something akin to a Ponzi scheme, according to the indictment. Paul would create a new partnership when he invested in a new venture with limited partners and using their investment cash to pay the expenses of another partnership, court documents allege. The indictment states Paul and his assistants hid the payments by creating false financial reports that concealed the use of a limited partnership's investment to pay expenses of other companies. Up next, the Dallas City Council unanimously approved a $900,000 settlement Wednesday with a man who says he was wrongfully convicted of murdering a 19-year-old woman after a detective suppressed key evidence in the case. Shakur Stewart was sentenced January 7, 1988, to 25 years in prison for the murder of Michelle Chen in Dallas. Thirty years later, the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals vacated his conviction after prosecutors discovered six pages of notes by the lead detective that contradicted eyewitness testimony from two people. The case was dismissed in 2019 after the district attorney's office said there was not sufficient evidence to support a conviction. Stewart sued the city of Dallas and Detective John Coughlin in federal court over allegations the investigator violated his constitutional rights when he repeatedly hid facts about his first interviews with the two witnesses. The case against Stewart relied entirely upon the two witnesses, and the interview notes contained statements that contradicted their trial testimony. In other news, Max Hightower was cast in ensemble roles for theater productions throughout high school. Then, finally, his teacher offered him one of the lead spots in Oklahoma. He would play Ali Hackam in the classic Rodgers and Hammerstein musical and even get his own song. It's a scandal. It's an outrage. But last week, Max's dad, Philip Hightower, got a call from Sherman High School principal Scott Johnston. School officials were taking away his part. The principal said that the school enacted a new policy that only male actors can play male roles and only female actors can play female roles, Philip Hightower recalled. The principal told him that meant Max would no longer be playing the role he was cast in. Max is transgender, and Ali Hackam is a man. School board president Brad Morgan directed all media requests to a spokeswoman. A statement released read, 
Unfortunately, all aspects of the production need to be reviewed, including content, stage production and props, and casting to ensure that the production is appropriate for the high school stage. There is no policy on how students are assigned to roles. As it relates to this particular production, the sex of the role as identified in the script will be used when casting. And Henry's Majestic, a longtime Dallas brunch spot and cocktail bar, has moved to a new neighborhood and dramatically expanded in size. But despite the six-mile difference from uptown to West Dallas and the patio that can now seat 400 people, Henry's Majestic feels like the same comfortable, casual place it's always been. It helps that owner Andrew Pop moved much of the decor from the former restaurant to the new spot, a two-acre compound near the Trinity River on Commerce Street. Pop relocated Henry's Majestic because the uptown restaurant and its speakeasy, at Water Alley, closed in 2022 so the building could be bulldozed and replaced with apartments. The new Henry's opened about a year after the closure, on November 3rd. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit dallasnews.com. Enjoy your day. I'll be back tomorrow with more. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.